That is your new X-Rock Spotlight for this week. It is Crossfades. Prove you wrong on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Keep an eye out on the X's Facebook page because on Friday you'll have a chance to vote whether or not that song sticks around here. On the X's playlist, it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have an opportunity to talk to a gentleman that Big J has been tracking down for the last couple of weeks. His name is Will Willis. You can catch him on the military channel. He's got a show out there called Triggers. Weapons that made the world. And, Will, we thank you for being on the show, man. We appreciate it. Sure thing. You got it. All right. Uh, Will, uh, Big J here. Um, and I uh, just got a question. How does a guy go from being a, an Army Ranger, uh, an, uh, an Air Force rescue paramen, to uh, hosting TV shows? You know, I, it, a lot of people ask me that, and I, I tell them, uh, how did Forrest Gump end up playing ping pong in China? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just kind of developed this uh, very specific skill set when I was in the military. Uh got out of the military, didn't know exactly what I was going to do with it, and then next thing you know, I'm, uh, I had the opportunity to host a, a television show uh, called Special Ops Mission. I wouldn't call it exactly hosting, not in the classic sense, but uh, you know, I went ahead and uh, you know went for it, did that, and it uh, segued into this new show, Triggers, on the military channel. You know, obviously, uh, military is a big part of your life. What made you decide to originally enlist in the Army when you were just a kid? You know, my, my father was in the military. He was in the Air Force for 26 years. Um, my brother was in the military. My grandfather was in the uh, was in the military for a period of time. And, you know, it just seemed like something that I wanted to do. I, I, did, I had ADD really bad as a kid. And this was back in the 80s before anybody knew what it was. And... Uh, didn't really pay attention in school. Did well in school, or, or it did well. I retained information. I, I just refused to do my homework. And um, I didn't take my college uh, SATs, um, but I did take the ASVABs for the Air Force uh, initially. And then decided that uh, after high school, I said, you know, I, I want to do something different. I want to have an adventure. I, wanna, I don't want to be, uh, you know, in landscaping in, in 20 years. And uh, so I thought the best way to have that adventure was to join the military and see what happens. Well, uh, you know, I, I look at some of your pictures uh, from your personal site there, and you kind of remind me of Spicoli, but maybe maybe in the military stylings, uh, which is which is very cool. But I, I, I first found out about you, I was uh, flipping through the channels to stop on the military channel because I watch programs a lot, and I see the special uh, ops missions TV show, and I'm like, this is the coolest show ever. How did that start? When did you decide, you know what, I want to be a guy who takes on, you know, four or five other guys who are specially trained in, in this kind of activity? I don't think that it actually started as that. What happened was that Morningstar Entertainment, the company that produced Special Ops Admission, uh, was looking for somebody to host a show, and they had an idea for a show called True Stories of Pararescue. And they posted on the Pararescue Association website that they were looking for someone who was recently retired or uh, coming off active duty to be the host of the show, who was a pararescueman. <clears throat> and I had been mucking around with some movies out in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I was an instructor at the pararescue school. And I was coming off active duty, and I told my buddies I was gonna. I said I'm gonna. I'm gonna be an actor. And they, of course, made fun of me. And somebody found this post and they forwarded it to me as a joke. And I just followed up on. I followed up on it. I called the producers and I told them a little bit about my background. I put together a reel, even though I didn't know what it was. I they told me and I put together a reel, which is three minutes of me hosting something. It was a parachute jump, and then uh, 
And then next thing you know, like I said, I'm sitting in the in a office in Burbank talking to these people about uh, what they were looking for, and and through the course of several months of development, they came up with the idea of special ops mission, and asked me if I thought it was feasible. And of course, I I'm skeptical. <laughs> I said uh, it could be a lot of fun. It would be interesting to see, and and um, you know, we just kind of put together this idea and ran with it. Um, it, there's not going to be another season of that, is there? I don't want to say that there's not going to be another season. I mean, there's, there's a lot of demand for another season, um, but it's not up to me. I could do another season. I mean, a lot of people thought, because I did injure my back pretty severely uh, in the last episode of that show, um, a lot of people thought that it didn't come back because my back was injured and, and so on and so forth. But, uh, I mean, I could easily do another season. But, you know, right now we're doing the trigger sh- weapons that change the world and um you know we'll see where it goes from there yeah so does the military channel come out and say hey we have another idea let's just have you go out and shoot a bunch of guns no again this is something that was put together two years ago morningstar entertainment the same production company i was working with on uh, special ops mission we were actually filming special ops mission and they uh they said hey we want to shoot another promo for you here's our idea you know it's a, a historical exploration of all these guns and in my mind, I, I, I asked them, don't you think this is something that's been done before? And they said, yes, but we're going to do it better. <laughs> we're going to do it different, we're going to do it better. So we filmed the promo, and you know, I got a call earlier this year, and, and um, they said, hey, we're going to start filming Triggers. And uh, it was great. So, Always a weapon enthusiast in your, in your own time? Was this something that really spoke to, to your own interests? You know, I think that the weapons enthusiasm came when I got into the military. My father owned weapons, but he never took me shooting. I was absolutely not allowed to touch them. There was one incident, but uh, <laughs> I shot out where I was playing with his weapon, and I shot out to his window. Um, he, he had never allowed me to touch his weapons, never showed them to me, never showed me how they worked or anything like that. So there was a little bit of maybe irresponsibility in the home uh, when I was a kid. And then uh, once I joined the military, then I learned about, you know, military-style weapons and how to employ them, you know, correctly. And, uh, and you know, and that's really where I got started. You know, it seems uh, with the uh, the premiere episode uh, from last week, uh, you went over pistols and the wheel lock and the flintlock and then the M1911. Uh, there, there seemed to be a, a lot of different weapons that you use, a lot of different experts. Um, how how much, you know, the next episode and, and your, how many episodes are you doing and, and you get to learn all of this, you know, different weaponry and you get to actually shoot these things plus different experts from different areas. That's got to be kind of uh, a lot of stuff to learn. It is a lot of stuff, and and the great thing about it is that I'm not an expert in all these weapons. I will I will I will never claim to be an expert with all these weapon systems that we're shooting. Uh, there's no way anybody could ever uh, hold that uh, hold that title. You know what I mean? Expert with everything. Um, I'm really I'm really proficient with the modern weapons. Uh, the the current military weapons, I'm very familiar with them, and and I could probably tell you more about them than uh, we have time for. <laughs> but the the you know the weapons that we did use, it was a lot of fun. It was great having these experts come in and tell us about the weapons, and the, and that's their area of expertise. I mean, as a host, I mean, I'm there to facilitate you know that information, uh, that passage of information, ask questions that I think that a, that a, that a viewer might want to know. 
You know what I mean? So, and of course, that I want to know as well. So when these guys come in, I mean, it's a basically we're just having a conversation about these weapons, which is what I'm really good at. I love talking. <laughs> I can have a conversation. I'm good at conversation. And you know, these guys are able to pass this information and do you know do a little bit of teaching. And then, of course, we go out and we actually shoot the weapons that we talk about. Oftentimes with these shows, you have experts come on, they talk about the weapons, but you never really see them all employed. Every weapon that we talk about, you know, for the most part, we go out and we actually shoot. We actually talk about the terminal ballistic effect of the weapons as well. And I don't think that that's ever really been expanded upon as much as we have in this show. You know, you uh, you do get to, to use a lot of weapons as well. Is there is there one that particularly sticks out? Like, hey, that was that was really cool to be a part of. I really liked. Uh, they they flew us to Karlskoga, Sweden, to go to the uh, Saab Dynamics range, and we fired uh, the Carl Gustav, the AT4, the new AT4 CSTW, which is a combined space tandem warhead uh, shoulder fired rocket, and. You know, previously you had to have a lot of open space to employ that weapon system. Well, they've developed it now where you can fire it inside of a 10 by 10 room, and all of that black back blast concussion is absorbed by a uh, by saline, a saline package that they put in the back of the rocket. So it was, that was really cool to be able to see that. And I employed the AT4, you know, when I was in the army. Um, I really liked firing some of the uh, some of the artillery pieces. Uh, artillery, is something that I had absolutely no experience with when I was in the Army. As far as firing it, I could call for fire, but I never actually fired an artillery piece. I never actually sat inside of a, you know, a paladin while I was shooting 98-pound rounds down range. So that stuff was all very cool. It, uh, it is fun and triggers. You can find it on Wednesday nights on Military Channel. Uh, I got a couple more questions for you. One, how much does simunition really hurt to get hit with? Um, it depends on the range. The closer you are, of course, the closer it's going to hurt. Because it is a plastic round, it decelerates very quickly. But if somebody is within 10, 15 feet of you, it can draw blood. Uh, okay. So uh, I've actually seen pictures of, uh, I didn't see it, uh, you know, face-to-face, but I saw a picture of a guy who had a simunition round lodged in the tip of his nose. Uh. It was stuck there. It had to be removed, and he had to get stitches. Uh, I've seen guys on their hands, you know, they get shot in the hands because a lot of times that's where your first rounds go, you know, because you're identifying whether or not the uh, the target is a threat. And you'll see rounds hit the guys in their knuckles and their knuckles will be bleeding. This stuff hurts. Yeah, and uh, my fiance would ask, like to like me to ask if there's any future in a whiskey, whiskey workout uh, video. <laughs> no, no, that's not really my uh, that's not really my area of expertise. Uh, my thing is, don't drink soda, and you know half the battle is just getting to the gym. You know, when you get there, just pick up heavy stuff, move it from one side to the other. It'll all work out. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm a huge fan of uh, of both uh, the shows uh, that you've been in, and uh, look forward to more from the future. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks. Will you take care of yourself, man? You too. Bye.